Oh, very good morning. Thanks for taking guard with us. Ben and Zorks with you this morning in the chair for Patton Heels all this week. I'm going to see if I can twist Zorks' arm to get here tomorrow. We are doing it all thanks to the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. The Suncorp open line, 131355. You can send us a text as always, 0467 736 736. Very good morning, Zorks. How are you feeling after training yesterday? Morning, Benny. Uh, yeah, it's quite solid. Quite hot. Very hot. It was four o'clock in the afternoon. But uh, yeah, we got through. Did a little bit more than what I thought I was uh, ready for. But um, <laughs> nonetheless. Is that, a, is that a good thing? Well, I think it will be a good thing. Yeah. I'll be a little bit sore today and maybe tomorrow, but we'll be back, on the, back in the paddock tomorrow and we'll go again. But uh, yeah, it all went well enough. If you're not sore during pre-season, are you doing it right? You're absolutely doing it wrong. <laughs> you are doing it wrong if you're not. Uh, I actually felt too good after Monday session, so I knew something was coming. Um, but yeah, it was good. Great to be back out there with the boys and um, yeah, we're building. It's good. Awesome. We'll be talking to you about footy, about the season upcoming, some of your new friends uh, on board as well. We'll yes. get stuck into the lines, but we are cricket heavy today, which is, we make no apologies for, Big Bash kicking off tonight and the Gabba is where it is all happening. The big show is in town. Glenn Maxwell up against Uzi, up against Marnus. Uh, Marcus Stoinis is there as well, but the big attraction, rather than the big show, yep. the big attraction is the bloke with the coolest job on the planet, Rocket Man. Rocket Man! Oh, well, that, that's it. I thought you were going to keep going Me with that. Me too. I was going to get Seeing in. Seeing as though you were a DJ yesterday, I thought you might have kept that flow. Yeah. Well, you, just, you said his name, so I had to play it. <laughs> every time. Yeah, every time. Good morning. Uh, the real rocket man will be... <laughs> his name is Paul Jones. He'll be in the studio with us after 8 o'clock today. There are so many questions to this bike. It's like, how does it work? Yep. How does he, How do you get into this? Yep. Yep. How do you get one? Oh, all I know is that, that could not be cheap. It just could not be cheap. If you go on their Instagram, yeah. which I'm sure you'll plug later because I've forgotten it already... <laughs> Some of the gadgets that he's got coming off his body, to, wow, like they just cannot be cheap. He is a real-life Tony Stark. He's not the only one on the planet, but he is the head instructor of Gravity Industries, the head training pilot. So he is training people to do this. How do you get involved? It may just be a UK-based thing. It may just be here. We are going to peer the curtain back and get inside the mind of Rocket Man after 8 o'clock today. Um, it, is, it is cool. It's got to be one of the coolest jobs on the planet, right? It has definitely got to be up there. I mean, you're flying. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, if all you wanted to do was fly, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I did, certainly did. And he's doing it. Like, it would be pretty amazing. Would I, you give it a go? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd like the surroundings around me to be pretty soft in case I fall. <laughs> However, I won't be, do won't be doing it on the road. Like water? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. How, well, it'd have to be water. Yeah. Does, it, does it work Does it work over water? Because we know hoverboards don't work over water. Well, I... Well, <laughs> Just ask Marty McFly, right? That's true. Well, I mean, I, once again, I looked on his Instagram page and they do flow over water. They actually do some pretty cool things on there. If you weren't playing footy, which is a pretty cool job, if you weren't doing that, what would you do? What would your dream job be? What would you class as a cool job? Anything on the planet? Yeah. Wow. You put me on the spot with this about 10 minutes ago, and I still didn't really think about it. <laughs> See, that, that's not on the spot now because that was 10 minutes ago. You've had time to think about this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm so sport heavy that I, yeah, I would find myself not – 
doing something in the sporting arena. But I, I feel like it'd be pretty cool to be a professional golfer. I really do. Playing those courses, like I just love golf. Playing those courses, playing alongside the absolute best in the world. Even when I sit opposite Pat, sometimes he talks about the golfing stories with Greg Norman and stuff. Like it just yeah. seems like an unbelievable so environment to be around. I put it to you though, the enjoyment of golf, if that is your profession and you're having to earn a living off that and it's cutthroat. It won't be enjoyable. Exactly. Exactly. So would that be a dream job to be a professional guy? Maybe, a pro- maybe the commentator. Maybe a Pat Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> Whispering Pat. That However, could be a pretty cool job. The Rocket Man is cool, but you've got to be switched on the whole time when you're doing that as well. Like you're in the pre-building stages. I mean, you've got to be making sure everything's going. Otherwise, you're face planning. So, I mean, that's probably going to be unenjoyable as well. So, is there a dream job, Ben? I think there is. Okay. We'll, we'll find it before 9 o'clock today. With your help, 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Uh, the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line is open to you. Stu, thank you for your text. The big attraction for the Brisbane Heat is Josh Brown, and he didn't even make the squad. Okay, we need to talk about this. I spoke to Josh Brown Monday. He, he was okay. He was. I asked him, who are you going to open with? You know, is Uzi going to be there? Is it? You're, you're scratching your head. Josh Brown is not in town. He is not in the 14 14- man squad. I mean, he's in town, but, but he's not in the squad. He's making bats. I, I, he's making bats. They, he must have picked up an injury. And it's something that we will, will find out before nine o'clock this morning. We've got a hosts of guests coming on. We've got Barat Sandarason coming up after seven o'clock. So in about an hour's time, uh, he is Mr. Cricket as far as everywhere. He can talk through the Prime Minister's 11. He can talk through Big Bash. But more importantly, he can talk through Mitchell Johnson oh, because well, he, he, we did, he did the podcast with Mitchell Johnson. I when saw we, that. When we played that slice of Mitch Johnson's potty. Yesterday. The, yeah, I'm called the Mitch Johnson Cricket Show. He was doing it with Barat Sandarason. Okay. So I, I, I want to I peer behind the curtain and get Barat's take on how Mitch actually is. W- what he said on the podcast, yes, open, raw, honest. But we weren't there. He was. Yeah. So we're going to take on that. Uh, Michael Kaspervich calling tonight's action at the Gabba. Uh, we will speak to the big man himself, Kasper, the not-so-friendly ghost if you're a batsman. And, of course, Rocketman coming in after 8 o'clock today. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Zorks, the big show is in town as well. Glenn Maxwell, hasn't he turned things around? I mean, it was this time last year. They were lamenting the fact that he, he missed the entire Big Bash because of the party, oh, sorry, barbecue mishap. Mm. Call it a barbecue, call it a party. He was racing his mates in the backyard, tangled legs, bang, snap, and it could have been career over. That was a horrific injury. Mm. But look what Glenn Maxwell has done since coming back. He has turned things around magnificently. He spoke before landing in Brisbane yesterday. Um, oh. I feel like I've probably just worked it out. I think over the last three, probably three years. Um, yeah, it's just been, I suppose, a combination of I've made a lot of mistakes over my career and I've probably just finally learned from them and, and, and grown as a player. And um, It helps I've had specific roles in certain teams and I've been able to just, I suppose, concentrate on that and not have to worry about too much else. 
Well, there we go. Glenn Maxwell, he's learnt. He hasn't learnt where to talk. It sounded like he was talking underneath the jet engine, wasn't he? You're in a wind tunnel. I don't know what was going on there, but oh. <laughs> just as you board the plane, Glenn. Can yeah, we use that audio? Good. <laughs> uh, but, but he's learnt, and, you know, he, he's got to be one of the headline acts, not only in Big Bash, but in world cricket as well. So it's um, it's going to be an amazing uh, turnout tonight at the Gabba. It's going to be hot. We're going to turn up the heat. And you've got to think, the Heat were in a final last year. Mm. They were in the grand final. And they lost. Scorches again, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh. Scorched. And had enough of them. You can take a loss from a grand final into the next season, can't you, Dane? <laughs> yes, you can. And we will. And so will the heat. There we go. Thank you. 13, 13, 13, 13.55, 0467-736-736. Uh, some rugby league news over the last 24 hours, just as we were getting off air, they were awarding the golden boot for the best international player of the year. Are you, are you across this, Dane? The Golden Boot Award in Rugby League. It used to be for the world's best player. At the end of each year, yep. world's best, they've had to refine it now. Uh, I don't know why they had to refine it. The Golden Boot. The Golden Boot, yeah. So it's... I'm not. No, it's not like the brown low. I mean, that's the Dally M within yeah. the competition. But it, it, the Golden Boot represents the best player. It's like the Ballon d'Or. Oh, yeah. Soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's what it was. It's now been redefined to make it the best international player. So, is that out of all the games that have been played internationally for the season, yeah, or out of every yes. competition they're no, just going to pick who no, the best player is? No, from international footy. So the right. Kiwis playing the Kangaroos, okay. so England playing Tonga. So really, you've got a sample size of four teams, maybe, and three games, and three games if they played three. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Wondering. And out of that, you're going to get the best player in the world, or the best international player in the world. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm. I'm not a fan of how they've. Re- Who the, come up with that? Well, I don't know, but whoever it is should go and yeah, go outside and have a long, long, hard look at themselves. Who but won it? It, it was um, Fisher Harris, the Kiwi prop. Yeah, I Penrith know. Who he is. Yeah, 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 I know. Who he okay, is. Okay. James. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. He had a good season. No, it's not about the season. <laughs> it's not about the season. He's the best player in the world, mate. He's got no, the award. <laughs> it's about it's about the international footy he he played. But see, also in contention was Payne Haas. Oh, Amazing player, great season. Don't talk about the season because it's not about that. It's about the international footy he played. Uh, one of the games he played, Australia got toweled in that yeah. final. And he came off after, well, I think he played an hour in the other game. And he was in contention. He was a finalist for Golden Boot. I'm not taking anything away from James Fisher-Harris, but the Golden Boot Award, wow, that's, that has just fallen off a cliff as far as I'm concerned. But James Fisher-Harris has done that. The other news to come out of the rugby league world, Dane, and, well, I, I, I want to get your take on this from not only a sporting fan, but also as an AFL player. Yep. Um, the rugby union, rugby league, NRL, uh, fighting over the fence, whatever you want to call it, the nitpicking, um, Rugby taking Joseph Suwali, that happened last year, the big bucks. Well, the NRL think they've got one back, and the Roosters are trying to find a replacement Suwali. And they have offered a contract, or it seems like they could be close to poaching. Actually, I think we've got some audio on this. The Roosters are set to snag the signature of Wallaby star Mark Nawangawitawase. Who? <laughs> Mark <laughs> he's a wallaby winger, and it's he's got a name as long as the alphabet. There's Q's in it. There's yep. yeah. Um, oh, now I've now I've listened to it and I can't get it out of my head. Give us the audio. <laughs> no, no, because that's wrong. <laughs> 
Are you going to play it again, are you? Just to, just <laughs> the to... Roosters are set to snag the signature of Wallaby star no. Mark Nawangawitawase. See, we thought this would be funny. That's to play. Hilarious, and, and, no, but you, having been there and done that with other names and other sportsmen, it's, it is the, one of the worst feeling. Yeah. And, yeah, we've all laughed about it. And now that's in my head. And I can't, and say, can't get it say it properly. Nunga, n- oh. <laughs> oh, no. See, now, now that's us, right? Yeah, we'll go with Mark. <laughs> Let's go with Mark from the Wallabies. <laughs> anyway, what was your question, Ben? What was my question, Dane? Okay, from an AFL point of view, you're yep. sitting back watching rugby implode. You're watching the NRL rugby take on each other, spat. And it. Is it mm. just get the popcorn out and sit back and watch this, or is there... Yeah, is there is there a sense of like, come on, boys, we're all in this together. We're all athletes in footy codes in this country. Uh, yeah. Well, I just remember when um, Carmichael Hunt and uh, Israel Folau both joined the AFL, and what they were getting offered to come and play our code was ridiculous money, really, to come for, for two guys that have never really played the game before, mm. or if at all. Um. I guess from a league and union point of view, they're similar. There's a lot of obviously technical things that are different, but the the code change is not that too different. And we know Joseph used to play um, rugby union before he went to league. So, I mean, that change isn't too much. I don't know how much Mark. Nungana <laughs> Tawasi. There we go. We're on. Yeah, there you go. We're how much on. league he's played. But for these guys to come over on big money deals is not not too bad. But if... When Israel and Carmichael Hunt certainly came to AFL and were getting million dollars to play, mm. as some of the best players in the AFL weren't even on that sort of coin, it was sort of a hard pill to swallow to some degree. And even, I mean, Joseph's contract at the Wallabies is enormous and you've got star players there that, that wouldn't even be on that sort of money. So it's certainly a hard pill to swallow for a lot of those guys. But um, I'm just going back to the timing of that. Was that around the, was that around the time you, you came in? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I was there going, well, these guys haven't played before, and I, I at least know how to play. Yeah. So it's yeah, it, and and they're, they're, I mean, I know they were brought in on on different. Yeah, I know it's different contracts it's and different, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but and, the money was still there. But they're taking a spot as well, right? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it was. Well, they might not have been taking a spot necessarily. They could have been. A, there's so many different category rookies and yeah. stuff like that. Um, however, yeah, it was. It's still if if you were one of the best players at that time and you. Not on nowhere near the sort of money that those guys were, and you're playing every week. You're sort of thinking, "Wow, like, how's this? How's this even possible?" So I can sort of see how union players and league players could be a little bit disgruntled if these guys are coming on lucrative deals and, and and not even playing yet. And that's coming from someone at the elite level or knocking on the door of it, and then you've got the kids watching, wanting to be like a, a, a you know a Dane's Orco, and then all of a sudden, well, hang on, this guy or a or a. Um Give me a wallaby back. Yeah, you, you want to be like a, a, a Carter Gordon or a uh, or a Will Gennier and all of a sudden they're poaching players that have, haven't played the game before and bringing them in and, and yeah. Yeah, what hope me. Yeah, exactly. correct. Uh, Vanessa's thinking, what hope me trying to get a news update here because it's, it's 18 minutes past six, almost 19 minutes past six. Vanessa, very good morning to you. Good morning. Great to be here on a Thursday. Now, I don't know about you guys at the moment, but I can't go into my backyard without being absolutely attacked by mosquitoes at the moment. I got oh, yeah. They have been so bad and councils are saying, yes, we've had a huge influx in people calling up to complain. Um, they Experts are saying it's not just mosquitoes. 
mosquitoes and midges, but also things like flying ants, termites and flies on the rise. So basically all of these insects are being inundated. And those mozzies are Jurassic Park, right? They are enormous. Pterodactyl style, yeah. Absolutely. So they're saying we've had actually a pretty good run over the past 18 months with low numbers, but the conditions at the moment the heat, the humidity, the timing of the rain and the hatching is they are really bad. But, you know, I've seen this chopper come out and spray a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. So hopefully they can um, attack them. But yes, if that's the case at your place, you're not alone. Now, Ben, you've been waiting all week for this Mm. because we spoke earlier in the week about Time Magazine's shortlist for their person of the year. Oh, that big one. It's been announced. Oh, drum roll. Who have we got? Is is, is it the Hollywood Strikers? (laughs) Have you heard of Hollywood Strikers? No. No. What sport do they play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, <laughs> seriously, I thought it was a sporting team. It's not. No, no it's, the, it's the people who went on strike in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> the Hollywood Riders strike. What do you mean? Hey, don't worry. Okay. I, I was exactly the same. He, it's team. not yeah. them. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, yep. None other. Yeah. I mean, she has had an absolutely mammoth year, hasn't she, with her stadium yeah. tour, her relationship with Travis Kelsey. Well, that's when she really came um, on the scene, didn't she? No. Over the last eight to ten no. weeks with Trav. He I'm has not- nothing to do with her success. Uh, Tell you what, if I'm Taylor Swift, though, I'm, I'm bumping up security. Mm. Wasn't Vladimir Putin in the running for this? Uh, do you think Vlad's going to be? Oh, he's going to he be. Was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right, where's this? Barbie might be coming after her, too. Oh. Barbie oh. didn't win. <laughs> there, there's yeah. a contest you want to see. There's a fight. Yeah. There, there's 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 the battle yeah. if you want to see. Barbie v Taylor Look, Swift. I'm sure there's probably a Taylor Swift Barbie. To be honest, you know, they bring out all sorts of... And if there's not, there should be. Yes. Yeah. And look, just quickly to wrap it up, we do have the list of 2023 top pet names of the year. So if you're getting a new pet for Christmas, here's some ideas for you. We've gone back to to more traditional human-type names because food names were actually very popular last year. Um, But in the dogs, we've got names like Poppy and Tilly for the girls, Buddy and Max for the dogs. In cats, we've got names like Luna, Daisy, Charlie, and Henry. From Luna to Henry, that's mm. a way. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, not for me. No. <laughs> Animals. <nah. laughs> oh, you don't have a pet? Oh, no way. Really? No way. Why? No way. Why? I have, to look, father, my, father I have to look after my yeah. children. I don't yeah. need animals to run around after <laughs> <Okay>. as well. <laughs> my goodness. No, no way. And it's hard because my, what is she, 17-month-year-old, in love with dogs. Yeah, in okay. Lo- oh, yeah. my goodness. We can't go anywhere with her to grabbing yeah. a dog a off the obsessed. shelf at a, yeah. at a Kmart or whatever, mm-hmm. but no way. Okay. And that's the argument at our place as well. I'm outnumbered. It's four against one about yeah. getting a pet, but... Dane just said you can't go anywhere. You can probably stop that sentence there. If you've got a pet, you can't go anywhere. Otherwise, yeah, they... You just get a pet sitter. No, that's another hassle. No. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah. Are, you, are you that no. friend? Forget yeah, really? I've got a friend? dog and a cat and nine chickens. Um, and who looks after them when you go away? Yeah, just whoever. Friend, we, you oh, know, friends, family, no. whatever. You sort it out. No. No, it's, no, pets are the best. It's a bit like my kids adore our dog. Like, yeah. he, you know, yeah. they become a big part of the family. And I'm sure they do, but no. He's got an advent calendar. Oh and every goodness. day we oh <laughs> give him his little doggy <laughs> advent calendar. It's so now cute. Now when I give my kids my he advent calendar it. when I go home this morning. <laughs> Don't accidentally <laughs> get the dog treat one. The, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, it's adorable. He no, loves it. No. <laughs>
What'll be happening? No, it's a ban. We've put a ban on advent calendars <laughs> for pets. Vanessa, thank you. Thank you. We're going to put a ban on you. You come back any time. 23 minutes past six, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. We will talk some sport eventually after straight after this.